0: Terminal and Dave Conversation Crack And the music you
1: love Today FM It all happens here Today FM He is an Olympian In fact, we were just looking at his Olympic ring tattoo on his leg Uh, (laughs) So it's legit Uh, An Irish international And of course the first Irish winner of a little known show Love Island He's taken some time off the course Where he's preparing for the Horizon Irish Open To pop into us Morning Greg O'Shea Morning guys, how are you? Thanks very much for having me And she's got some intro, isn't it? Well, it just, I was just saying to you off air. It must be great to have, be able to say you're an Olympian. I know. Well, I was
0: exactly off air. I was like, Do you want, it makes all the the slog worth it. Like ten years of just getting up early, doors, like mm. going in training for like little to no money, and then once you get to the Olympics, it's like, okay, it was all worth it. <laughs> but if yeah. I didn't go to the Olympics, lads, oh my god, I'd be burying my head. Well, that would be yeah. tougher,
2: obviously. I mean, and then there are presumably plenty of lads who did get up for ten years did do for little or no money and just, they just didn't make it for whatever reason. So. Exactly.
0: Well, that's sport, man. That's the beauty it of it, like do you know what I mean? And you just kind of in the work and thankfully now we did as the Irish seven team, we got there last year and it was just a dream come true and I had so many opportunities before that that I could have taken. You mentioned the little yeah. show called Love Island there. I could have gone down that route which would have been great and lucrative at the time but I wouldn't have been like overall happy with like jumping. yeah. I wouldn't have gone. I would have watched the lads playing the Olympics. and sitting in London. Great. I would have loads of money in my pocket, but I wouldn't have been happy. No, mm-hmm. and then
2: you made. The, you've made a lot of those decisions along your. You might so. have been though, Greg. <laughs> <lot> of, <laughs>
1: it's not ruled <laughs> out. <laughs> a girl on each arm, be like, "Oh, look at the lads <laughs> playing rugby." <laughs> Take us back
2: to when the Love Island thing happened, because I've heard you speak about it before. But it's in case people haven't heard, like in terms of you making the decision. To, to go, it, it was only because it fit in with your rugby schedule, wasn't exactly.
0: that right? Yeah, 100%. So they asked me actually to go in day one, which is, which is a big honour like yeah. to go in day one Islander because you had the biggest chance of like, mm. doing well in the show, but it just wasn't part of the plan, lads, to be honest. My plan was always Olympics, Olympics, and be a professional rugby player, and the Love Island just wasn't part of the plan, but they ended up like pulling strings and made it work that I could go in my off-season. I slipped in for the last two weeks, ended up winning the show, which wasn't a <laughs> part of the plan either. And I was, just, I was just like, oh, this is great. Like, oh, there's money. And I'm like, oh, I was I was the main man for like 15 minutes. And I was like, this still, still isn't part of my plan, lads. Yeah. Hey. A,
1: like nipping in and winning is a bit like, it's a bit of a hold my pint moment, isn't it? It's like <laughs> you, just, you just sort of step up from the bar and go, I'll be back in a minute, lads. Just going to go and win Love Island here <laughs> for a second. <laughs> That's exactly what I yeah. like. Um, in terms of the Olympics, what was there any moment when you were there with the Irish Rugby Sevens that sort of you went, oh, like this is the moment, this is the pinch myself. Uh, I'm at the Olympics moment. Because, you know, so many rugby players, you know, whether it's sevens or rugby union, We'll never experience that
0: Yeah Well we call it spade a spade Rugby sevens is obviously A kind of a Left of field Olympic sport Like it was kind of A new one Came Mm. in in Rio 2016 But at the end of the day It's still an Olympics Like, And I grew up uh, Doing athletics as well And I went to the Youth Olympics Sprinting for Ireland So I always had Kind of the taste I was like This is pretty cool Mm. Like You get treated like Kings and queens In the Olympics But the funny thing About Tokyo was that It was lockdown Olympics And it was COVID So once you got into Olympic Village You weren't allowed Leave again So it was like The best prison In the world basically yeah, well, hang on. There must, there must have been lads sneaking
1: out,
2: though. There must have been a way out in or out of the Olympic Funnily Village. Wasn't
0: there? Know, I can say it now when I'm retired. I'm not with the RFU anymore. We found a little kind of like escape down the left hand side of the Olympic Village. We slipped out after we'd finished our item. we were like, that mm. we obviously need a few beers. Like, do you know what I mean? We slipped out. A poor little J- Japanese security guard like, had no hope and we kind of just walked past him. <laughs> <laughs> Went down to the 7 Eleven, got a few cans just to celebrate, came back in and mm. had it in our room. Like yeah. Because so yeah. no, you're going to have to. Acknowledge the moment, but other than that, we didn't see any of the city guys. But no, it was still amazing. The crazy still Olympics. Yeah, I would have kind of What's think?
1: Japanese for baggy cans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the pinch me moment was uh, I was so it was a 24 hour uh, Olympic Village um cafeteria. Yeah. Any cuisine in the world, like at any time you want, go over 3 a.m., you could have a pizza, you could have sushi, whatever. I remember going over at one stage and I was standing in the line, and there was like a 7 foot tall Basket player There was like A 4 foot tall Olympic gymnast And like a 150kg shot putter Like all in the same line And I was just like this is mad. This is the like cream of the top. Like, do you know what I mean? one yeah. percent of athletes in the world. So many different shapes and sizes. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Like, yeah. I'm here yeah. now, and I'm one of these athletes.
2: Uh, Dermot yeah. m- might be slightly embarrassed about this, but I want to play something that we did in the show yesterday. Was, we have a thing called "Say Stuff That Suits the Music," right? Where he says stuff off the top of his head that suits a piece of music he's never heard before. I right? just lash a minute. But yesterday okay. there was a new uh, appearance in Love Island. I thought you might like to hear this. Have a listen. Uh, <laughs>
1: Introducing a new guest on Love Island. It's Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. Hello, I am Gandalf. Hello, darling. This is a crazy thing you've ever done. No, I once killed a cave troll in the mines of Moria. Oh, lovely! A lucky pointy hat, a lovely grey hair. But what's your favourite member of One Direction? Die, witch. <laughs> I wouldn't be so surprised The way Love Island Mixed things up If they brought Gandalf in In his pointy hat You know Nobody would be too surprised oh, <laughs> He might do quite well uh, Have you been watching Any of the new season Do you keep an eye on it Do you know what
0: man To be honest I haven't been watching it This season And I feel kind of rude In that sense Because obviously I expected people to watch it When I was on it yeah. But it's a big commitment man It's every evening at 9pm So yeah. I just haven't got the time To watch it yet <laughs> yeah. So I've kind of been Catching up online On social media And the is doing well, is it, Dami Yeah, Danny. Dammy. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's doing, doing, doing well. well. He's holding yeah. himself all right. Um, you've retired yeah. from rugby now, yeah. from professional rugby. So, yeah. like, then the next question would be, you know, what Greg O'Shea going to do now? Fitness <laughs> is your thing, so <laughs>
0: yeah. well, tell us all about that. I do a bit of everything, man. Jack of all trades, yeah. master of none, really. To be honest, so one of my main things is of a fitness app called Better with Greg. Just because during lockdown, like every other like influencer and YouTuber, I did live. Workouts. Yeah. And then I went and did the Olympics. I was grand and I retired. And I was like, all right, I really enjoyed that. I built a nice community. How am I going to monetize this? Like, and make it like a day job obviously then led to me creating an app which has been great and I really enjoyed it and built a nice little community like it's not like I'm a Joe Wicks jumping around with a million people
1: like, but, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, but I, I have a couple of nice people now that kind of every every couple of days we just do a live session together and if you can't make the live you just do on demand mm. so that's been great so and how about, long
1: are the sessions?
0: they're about 30 minutes long okay. a mixture of hit class Pilates yoga dumbbell kettlebell and all in the comfort of your own home like, some people don't like going to the gym do you want know to I mean yeah. sitting under mm. a squat bar or they don't know what they want to do in the gym so you try tr- with me live over the phone or over your laptop twice a week or on demand, there's like 40 or 50 mm. workouts there.
1: Suitable for beginners, I
0: take it. Yeah, exactly. I give modifications the whole time, like, so I might do like. 10 squats in the in the t- in the the 20 seconds, but I'm like, just do two. If that all that suits you, that's mm. fine. And it's all kind of like, it's tailored towards like 16 year olds to six year olds. It doesn't really matter. Like, just come mm. along and get better with me, is what the whole thing Better, better like, with right? Greg, it's called. Yeah, yeah. Cool. exactly.
2: And yeah. you're still doing TV presenting. I see it popping up every now and again. Do you enjoy that yeah. side of things?
0: Do you know what? Like, sure, you know, I, I love presenting, man. It gives you kind of an adrenaline buzz. I don't know if you still get it after how many years you're doing it now. Oh, yeah, yeah you we'll do. If you're live on air, like, if you mess up, like, everyone hears you mess up. There's no like, delete, delete, delete. This, we're right now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm goose like so yeah. that's what I really I, I kinda went towards. That. I was like, oh, God, I kinda love this. And it's as close to sport in an adrenaline rush sense that you can get without actually playing sport I feel mm, that's
1: interesting yeah. I would never have thought that they would be
0: parallels you know yeah it's as close I think because it's mm. like as I said it's live and like even live on TV I'm like if I mess up here everyone sees it like <laughs> sport you know what I mean so yeah. I'm kind of really going down that route at the moment trying to get more TV gigs radio gigs and it's going well yeah. i doing a lot of digital content now as well which is kind of like the new world that we're getting into working with world rugby and creating YouTube content so. oh man
1: yeah. Um, in terms of rugby i just love to get your opinion obviously as a former professional rugby player looking at Raj and what he's doing at La Rochelle and talk of him hopefully coming back as Ireland manager at some point I think he's probably surpassed the Munster gig already at this point Yeah, Um, you never know though Um, what do you think of of what he's doing and uh, where he could go yeah Raj is probably the most
0: wanted coach in the whole world
1: right now which I think is amazing for him
0: but the funny thing about Raj is I'd love to chat to him on like a private basis I'd say he's a little bit bitter because remember when he retired, right, and he didn't get a send-off, he didn't get, like, oh, thanks very much, Rod for your, like, t- like your full mm. 10, 20 years playing for rugby for Ireland. And, like, Brian O'Driscoll did. Do you know what I mean? And he went away, he went to Crusaders, did his thing, then went to Racing, then went to La Rochelle. He's kind of really earned his craft. Mm. And now he's like top of the world. He won the European Cup at La Rochelle, and now everyone wants a bit of him. I'm like, why didn't you want a bit of him five, six years ago when he was retired? And I just think he would give so much to Irish rugby, and I would have loved if he got the send off that he deserved. So I love now that he's getting the recognition that he deserves because he yeah. was an incredible player for Ireland, and now he's an incredible coach.
1: But if he'd stayed, you could argue, I mean, he wouldn't have learnt the things that he's learnt working in, you know, such different environments particularly over New Zealand where you know failure is just not an option yeah. you know so I you know he is the Raj of today because of you know maybe having to go down that road exactly
0: mm-hmm. yeah and he's done his he's done his graft and he's he's unbelievable now and I think if we managed to pull him back to Ireland now at some stage I think it would do wonders for all do you ever go to a match in Toman Park I do I slip yeah. down now and again man yeah I just always have monster in my blood that was the that was the team I always wanted to play for. And unfortunately, I actually never got a Munster senior cap. I have a copious amount of A caps. Right. But they don't really count at the end of the day, like ah. Munster A caps. I never got onto the pitch. I played a senior friendly, um, but I never actually got the senior cap, which breaks my heart. But then again, I got to the Olympics, so beggars can't be. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. I
2: mean? Check the back of your car for an Olympic tattoo. I'm pretty sure <laughs> there's one there. Um, very quickly, yeah. the reason that you're in, apart from all of these chats, is because Dermot is playing in the Horizon Irish Open Pro-Am. And so are you. I am. Finally, I'm getting to go there. The last three years I've been invited, obviously COVID got in the way. And then mm-hmm. last
0: year, I was about to play and then I got pulled by Team Ireland because they were like, you can't go play the Olympics. COVID was too rampant. Now. Right, or yeah. you can't go play the... pro and then, yeah. The COVID was too rampant. So finally this year, I'm hoping to yeah, stand yeah. up on that first tee. But I'm nervous, man. I'm not a very good golfer. Like. Well, well, what, what do you do? You, got you have a handicap? handicap? I do. 16. Okay, it's okay, very like, competent. It's all right, but i probably more so am a 26 handicapper. Like, I'm so <laughs> well, off let me ask you
2: this question: Have you got a caddy? I'm bringing my father.
0: And yeah. does your dad know anything about
2: golf? He's decent. He's off like 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: He's he's been doing a couple of years. He has like, because Dermot's his not head. allowed
2: go to the Irish Open unless he takes me as yeah. his daddy and Greg I know nothing no. and he's actually so annoyed is that, that even, I'm going to come along I'm going to caddy, for him? Gonna caddy for him no, and no, no. Is talking
1: away he's going to talk at all the wrong times he's going to stand in all the wrong yeah. places now, come here and tell me this how nervous is it on the first tee uh, it's nervous I put it this way my first pro-am uh, in Lahinch in 2019 uh, I hit my drive straight into the television tower <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll to tell you a funny story I played Mount Juliet there two weeks ago just to kind of get a mm. feel
0: of the course I hadn't played in a while and I played with the Club Pro that's there and the first CEO went up and I hit it massive slice out to the right but kind of still on the whole like you kind of recover yeah. and he goes to me if you do that in the first tee on Mount Juliet you, uh, you're going to be in the middle of a car park <laughs>
1: <laughs> Of course. Yes, yeah, that's actually, speaking of car parks, when I was playing last year, I one of the lads, I forget which hole it was, but it runs parallel with the car park and he absolutely sliced the you know what out of it yeah. and it went sailing into the car park, which must have had about <laughs> f- at least 500 cars mm. in it. And we were all laughing because it was way out of bounds. And later on, when we were walking out to our cars, we realised that the guy who had hit the ball over... Managed to dent the bonnet of his brother's car. No <laughs> in, in, out of all the cars, he managed to hit his brother's car <laughs> in the middle of it and put a big ho- dent in the bonnet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So we'll see you down there anyway. It's next Wednesday down at Mount Julia for the Horizon Irish Open. By the Open. way, there
2: are still tickets available if you want to go down and see the limited number of tickets available now, but head to EuropeanTour.com for more information. You can come down to the Horizon Irish Open and maybe even see Greg and Dermot playing their round on the Wednesday in the Pro Am and see how ratty Dermot is and I wreck his balls <laughs> oh, uh, Greg O'Shea, thanks for Coming in, see you next Wednesday. Thanks for having me on, and see you All next the Wednesday, guys. <laughs> and Dave, weekdays from 9 a.m. Today.